here we are over the airways not face to face nope you guys missed it we were just talking about dick <laughs> what? it was an interesting conversation that. i'm sorry we couldn't have saved it for the listeners but uh yeah, maybe next time bill will remember to hit record on that interesting conversation we just had i think you were with someone else lots of penis I don't know. Cause when I got on here, the Joe I saw was, I got big old sourpuss Joe for some reason. Yeah. Cause I was sleeping on the couch. <laughs> You're lucky I'm eight, even here, man. 830, nine o'clock. What do you fall asleep to uh, this time? Was there a baseball game on? Well, there was, but I was, uh, Jays were losing nine, nothing in the second inning. So I, <laughs> I flipped it over to uh, the second episode of Orville. Yeah, great. I gotta watch that. What were you watching on uh, demand or something? No, I PVR'd it. Oh, I I forgot to Sunday nights, nine o'clock. Well, no, it's moved now. It's going to be at its regular time slot Thursday nights at nine. So episode two was Sunday night. Yes. Remember you said that I didn't get it because it got pushed. Right. I still got it. Well, your PVR must have been smart. I don't know how it would have got it because, yeah, I think the foot, football or golf or something pushed the start time of it. Golf. You're talking about something to fall asleep to. Uh, pull it up on my crappy on demand, my satellite on demand. And it, there, there's no city TV on demand, so I couldn't, uh, I couldn't watch it. I have to wait till really? I get to work or something. Yeah, but I will be watching it. And we got lots of uh, positive feedback from other people who saw the first episode and agreed with us that it's it's a good thing. They like where it's going. Yeah, I don't want to say anything. You shouldn't. Don't say anything. Don't say anything. Don't say a word. Although you could get all pro and give us uh, a little intro to all the listeners who have found us on uh, wherever they're listening to us. Arbitrarily, people stumble across us. That's right. Hey. All right. Well, just in case that miraculously happened, just just like uh, someone walking on water. Uh, Hey, guys. If you stumble across us, I'm Joe, the uh, happy-go-lucky guy in the other land. There is uh, my co-host, Bill, and you're listening to STC Pod. Welcome. Is this, did you, is this a brand new intro you've written? Cause it's, it's riveting so far. Is it? <laughs> nope. No nope. effort got put into that intro whatsoever. And yeah. So the new listeners are like, yeah, this is sounding good. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what episode this is. Oh, uh, is this 151. Yeah. Oh, shit. that's right. I forgot about that milestone that we celebrated. We're in a new era. Celebrate. Uh, guys, it's episode 151. You can follow Bill on Twitter at STC pod. You can follow me on Twitter at AC Decepticon, and you can listen to us on iTunes under the title search STC pod. If you're listening to us, you got to check out some other great podcast blogs and videos from people in our community at cartridgeclub.org. Is there anything else I'm supposed to say? Uh, I don't know. You want to plug some t-shirts? Bullshit. I don't know. Well, we did, uh, put up a fresh video on our YouTube channel, which is start to continue. Uh, and you'll probably see another one very soon. 
YouTube is getting weekly content, it seems, nowadays. Because uh, Joe and his deep pockets continues to uh, hit the thrift circuit very hard and pick up controllers that he said he doesn't need. Games he'll never play. And bags. Bags you basically threw away. You picked up a bag that you threw away afterwards. So, Are you talking to me? However, I wanted to get the intro out of the way because we got a jam-packed show. We, It is such a jam-packed show. I got so many clips and things to get to that have been piling up for the last couple weeks. We got to, believe me, we got to get to it. You sound like Donald Trump. We got to get to this stuff, let me tell you. It is fantastic. The likes of this stuff ever before in your life, and it will change your life forever. Believe me. We used to be a freeform podcast. No more. (laughs) And uh, it is something we promised. uh, There's going to be some stories we promised that we forgot to get to before, and something, of course, very special, which I'll get out of the way right after this special word. Hello, I'm Eric from the Mighty Q-Dog channel. Here in the Q-Dog house, we accept only the highest level of quality. Which is why we listen to the Polykill Podcast. Twice a month, hosts Caleb and Scott break down the video game issues of the day, offering... What? It's not the one with Caleb and Scott. It's not the one with Caleb? Polykill has Travis and Jake. Who? Travis and Jake. Who the Swayze are Travis and Jake? Yeah, okay, okay, I got it. Yee-hoo! Listen to the Polykill Podcast with hosts Jake and Travis. Get in on the topic of discussion. With Polykill, you'll want to just beat it. How did you like that promo? That was a pretty good promo, eh? We're getting all kinds of new promos flying in from all the content creators over at the Cartridge Club, promoting all the different stuff out there. Is that good stuff? Oh, that happy? was awesome. That was a great promo. You happy? Oh, boy. Really? What should we get to first? Hmm. What do you want to do first here? I feel like I'm out in the country. Oh, isn't that lovely? I feel like I'm sitting on this on my little porch, smoking out of my pipe. <laughs> well, I we put a, I put a request out there for people to remind me to do something this week, no matter what. And uh, the the tweets came back. They said we have to do this. They want to hear it right away. So today we're going to do some more Joe trivia. This time, it's on Lord of the Rings. I'd like you to prove who requested this. This time, it's on Lord of the Rings. Who? 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 Come on. So I can make and, them make them dead to me. Who are they? And, and not just Lord of the Rings. We're talking the books because the end of the last episode, we took Joe down a path of his literacy, history, and expertise. And he, what did you say to us? You reread the Lord of the Rings saga every one and a half years, the no. entire thing. I said, so I used to read it every four years. But I haven't read it in the past at least eight years. Oh, now it's up to eight. <laughs> I can, Why not say ten? I can pull back last week's boring show and, and pull that up. Well, Joe, you've had a whole week to cram, so I can't wait to hear you hear how you do in this uh, mm. this fast bullet style quiz. 
And you know I cared to cram, didn't you? Everyone get ready and play along. Musty Hobbit, I want to know how you're going to do on this. This is some bullshit. <laughs> you're going to get a bunch of questions. It's going to take about four minutes, hopefully. Okay. You're not going to get multiple choice. You are just going to have to give me the answer. Think you can handle that? No, this is retarded. If you, if you don't know the answer, just pass. <sighs> okay. You read these books every year. So you should know all these answers. No problem. Now, please stop fiddling with your diddler. Did you hear what I'm hearing it? It's my pen. I'm, I'm hearing that. You can't hear that. <laughs> Are you ready? Whatever. I'm falling. Asleep. Are you ready? Whatever gets the show over with faster. <sighs> what food does Galadriel give to the fellowship in Lorene? What food? What? What food does Galadriel give the fellowship in Lorene? Excuse my pronunciations. It's I don't read them every four years. What food does Galadriel give to the fellowship? That's it's we're starting off easy here. Really? Yes. <laughs> You'll kick yourself. What food? I don't know, dude. Okay, pass on that one. Who Whatever, picks up the question? <laughs> That's an easy one. Even I knew that one. Who picks up uh the Palantir at Isengard or the Palantir. Do you remember how it's pronounced? Oh well, yeah. Just like, just like last week. What the fuck are you talking about? Is that a pass as well? Who say that again? Who picks up the Palantir at Isengard? I don't know. That's some good reading you were doing. Some good reading. Who is Denethor's father? <laughs> Where did you get these questions from? These are easy questions. Uh, to source these out, I will tell you these came from Sporkle, which everyone uses that trivia site. Okay, he's passing on three. Echelon. I don't know. You got that. You got it. See, I'll I'll even let you know you got that one because just to give you a little bit of confidence. Dude, these questions are ridiculous. What is <laughs> what is the name? Of the second beacon lit in Gondor prior to the Battle of Minas. <sighs> second beacon. Yep. Were those those big torches that they lit up on the mountains? Yeah, I think so. To uh, sound the alarm kind of thing. Say it again. What is the name of the second beacon lit in Gondor prior to the Battle of Minas Tirith? Holy shit. Where is it? Minas Tirith. I can't remember the pronunciations. It's okay. Dude, you can pass. Okay, I got one right there. Okay. She's passing that one. Who finishes Bilbo's book? Oh, crap. Who, who um, finishes Bilbo's book? Isn't it? Uh, Every four years. <laughs> We're supposed to get through this in four minutes. Wasn't it Sam? You got it. Finishes Bilbo's book. You got yeah. it. What is the type of tree that grows from the seed given from Galadriel to Sam? Where did you get these things from? I told you this is Sporkle. This is a trivia site everyone uses. Probably the most used trivia site on the internet. 
what's the type of tree that grows from the seed given from Galadriel to Sam? Yeah, I don't know, dude. All right, passing out on that one. What was the name of the battering ram of Mordor used on the gate of Minas Tirith? What was the name of the battering ram? The battering ram of Mordor. Dude, these questions are ridiculous, man. Okay, he's passing on that one. <laughs> Who did Treebeard leave Pippin and Mary with during the Entmoot? Oh, crap, I can see it in my head, but... What book is that from, at least? Mm. Who did Treebeard leave Pippin and Mary with during the Entmoot? I'm going to say no on that one. Who was the innkeeper at the Prancing Pony? This is a very common trivia question. I've seen this on many quizzes. Who is the innkeeper at the Prancing Pony? Every four uh, years. Some butter bar. Butter, you got it. Berry? I'm giving it to you. Butter burr. Beautiful. I knew you could do it. Now, no Lord of the Rings quiz is complete without a Tom Dude, Bombadil question. These questions are super hard, man. No. Who was Tom Bombadil's wife? He probably sang a song about her. Uh, Goldberry. Yes. Well done. Who was the wizard who was associated with animals and nature? Oh, man. That's the one that lived in the forest. Mm -hmm. Who was the wizard? Associated with animals and nature. Mm, it's what's his face, the crazy guy. Um, no, man, I don't know. You'll kick yourself for that one. Uh, who is second in command of the Nazgul? <laughs> I don't remember. No, remember. Okay, no problem. No problem. Don't worry. You're going to pull ahead here. You're going to get these ones. Which lady of Gondor said, the hands of the king are the hands of a healer? I wonder how many of these musty has gotten right so far. Well, maybe you can start doing a podcast with him. Nobbler. What? This is just a quiz. It's no big deal. I can't remember anything. Okay. No worries. I wouldn't never have got that anyways. Which character handed Theoden the sword after he was released from Saruman's spell? Hmm. Which character handed Theoden? Which character handed Theoden the sword after he was released from Saruman's spell? Nope. Don't know. Which elf met Frodo in the Shire? Which elf met Frodo in the Shire? Elf I don't in the know, Shire. I think of it would have been Legolas, but it's probably not right. What monument feature did Aragorn summon the dead to? What monument or feature did Aragorn summon the dead to? Nope, no idea. What is the name of the great statues on the Anduin. Are you even saying this shit right? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. What word did Gandalf say to open the West Gate of Moria? Oh, yeah. Easy. Yeah. Is he had to say that one word to open the gate. 
<laughs> All right. Don't worry. You're, you're going to come from behind here. You're going to get this. And what was the name of the marshes where Sam named the cricket-like creatures breakers? Had to be careful there. Yeah. You ne sure? Neeker. <laughs> Neeker. Breakers. What was the name of the marshes? Dude, these Re questions you picked are absolutely ridiculous. I didn't pick them. This is yeah, part you of a. Uh, you picked them every day. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, this is an everyday trivia. Well, good for you. You just made okay. the segment super boring. For the final bonus, bonus question for you, Joe. Give me two more alternate names for Aragorn. Just two. Uh, He's got at least 12. Well, one was Strider. Yep. Uh, Aragorn, Strider. Ah, shit. I can't remember what his elf name is. Yeah, it's crazy the amount of names he has, which made reading the books very confusing. Ah, oh, man. No, I can remember Strider. Okay, we'll start with that. There was Strider. There was LSR, Elfstone, Wingfoot, Ilsildur's Heir, Thorungril, or Thorungil, Estel, Telkantar, Telkantar, however you pronounce it, uh, there's the also cunt lips. Uh, <laughs> the 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 Dunadan, Longshanks, or the Renewer. Now the questions you missed. What food does Galadriel give? Is Lembus Lembus bread? Uh, who picks up the uh, Palantir at Isengard? That's that thing the 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 eye can see through, isn't it? Who picks that up at Isengard? That was Pippin. Who was Denethor's father? You got that one. That was amazing. What was the name of the second beacon? Was Amon Din. Sam finishes Bilbo's book. What's the type of tree that grows? Is a Malorn. What was the name of the battering ram? Was Grond. Who did Treebeard leave Pippin and Mary with? Was Quickbean. You got Butter Burr. Was the keeper at Prancing Pony. And Tom Bombadil's wife, did that pop in yet? That was Goldberry. And the wizard. Yeah, I, I said Goldberry. Oh, did you? Hmm. The wizard. This must have popped in your brain by now. Who's associated with animals in nature? Radagast. Second in command of the Nazgul is Kamul. Kamul? I think it's Kamul. And the lady Gondor says the hands of the king of the same healer is Irith. And the character handed Theoden the sword was Yomer. Which elf met Frodo in the Shire was Gildor. What monument did Aragorn summon the dead to? The Stone of Eric. The name of the great statues on the Anduin is Arganath. And the word Gandalf said was Melon. And the word for the wooden platforms was much like uh, on the board of uh, the neck of a guitar. They're called flats, kind of like frets, but flats. The name of the marshes where Sam named the cricket creatures was uh, Midgewater Marshes. That was all around great trivia segment right there. Yeah. I think you did okay, you Joe. bored everybody to death, man. I think you did okay. You didn't ask one fucking easy question, dude. 
Uh, yeah. The Lamba spread. Lembas, L-E-M-B-A-S. Anyways, man, thanks for, uh, thanks for giving us another Joe trivia segment. That was Joe rings. It's a hashtag Joe rings. Maria duck brandy buck, by the way. You got it. Please send us your results over Twitter or in the forums at cartridgeclub.org. I want to know how everyone did on that one. <laughs> now we're, now we're going to get Joe. Joe is so angry right now. It's not even funny. Yikes. Oof, lasers being shot at me. You're going to get quiet Joe or angry Joe. Oof, what should I punish you with? <laughs> Probably quiet Joe. Quiet Joe? Well, I got lots to say. Well, I can leave then. <laughs> he is so angry. This is fun. This was fun. Come on. You want to talk about all the thing, all the crazy Joeisms you let fly at work the other day at me? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Joe's going through the SDC storage, uh, storage solutions on site and uh, cleaning up a little bit. And he gets, he brings out a big bag of Lego. I'm like, Joe, why, why does your kid not have this Lego by now? I remember when you picked it up, why are your kids not playing with it yet? And, uh, you know, Joe mumbles his mumbles and he put it in a nice, better container and put it back in storage. What was going on with the Lego? Why can't the kids have the Lego? It's because Lego. I told you some of that was space Lego and it's for me. <laughs> that is ridiculous. No, not. It makes perfect sense. That's I've got space Lego from when I was a kid. So I'm going to add to it and re, uh, repopulate my Lego collection. My kid has his own Lego. It doesn't fit. It's a, it's a different kind of Lego. That's that's not true. Lego has been the same Lego for a hundred years now. Yeah, but you can tell the difference between like old space Lego and the new shit that they got out now. Someone record that and put that on a t-shirt because there's your slogan. Come on. There's no difference. There totally is, man. Certain pieces only apply to like to building spaceships and whatnot. Oh, okay. Granted, there are some oddball shapes for that you got in packs for certain, you know, collections, but you can still put it all together to create whatever you want from your own brain. Yeah, but you're not supposed to use your imagination. You go by the designs of uh you pull up the, uh, the uh, instructions online, how to build the old style spaceships. Uh, is that what you're going to do? No, I don't have time for that. It's just going to go in a box underneath my desk. <laughs> uh, well, I'm just putting it out there. Please give that to your kids to play with and let that go. That's a little piece of stress in your life that you don't even realize is there. Just let that go. Let your kids play with some Lego. There's no stress to playing with Lego. It's fun. It's imaginative. No, the stress is you hoarding it off-site from your home. Where you, some piece of your brain is got that inventoried and is taking up uh, bandwidth in your brain. Just let it go. Give it to the kids. Don't worry about it. I again. haven't had time to bring it home. I will. At some point. What? Why do what you, you got to worry about that? It's interesting. What was going on with wired controllers? You brought in some more wired controllers. What was interesting about that? 
<laughs> wired controllers. Yeah, you said you preferred wired controllers. Because um, I wanted you to give me this controller you got, which was uh, a third-party 360 controller with a USB. So I'm like, oh, give that to me. I'll uh, use on my PC. Uh, just because my wireless for my 360 controllers is, for some reason, they keep losing connection. I don't know why. Oh. So if I go hardwired and it, it, I won't have that issue. And plus anything hardwired is always better. I don't know. You didn't have that answer that day. It seems like this is what something did, you come up with. What did I say? Cause apparently, you know, everything I say now. Yes. You said, because you were such a precise gamer, you could detect the latency, um, with mm. the wireless. <laughs> so that's why you preferred Oh boy. Hard He's so angry now. Wired controllers. He's so angry. <laughs> mm. But it's good. You came up with this non-connection thing. I didn't make it up. You did why. say you were going to put your Xbox away though. What was up with that? Only because I haven't played it for so long. It's just sitting here on top of my OG Xbox and... Yeah, I haven't touched my 360. I don't know in how long. Yeah, Not well, I, I, went, I got tons of games to play on it. I just haven't got around to doing it. That, well, again, stories are changing. I went crazy that day when you said that because you finished the statement with, I'm going to put the Xbox away because there's just nothing for it. Mm. <laughs> and I went crazy that there's no games for the Xbox 360. Well, most of the stuff I I'm, I'm interested in playing is on either PS3 or PS4 at the moment. That has my eye. That has my focus. Don't ask me what they are. I'd have well, to look. I'd I'd keep needling you, but it's getting you too upset. I'm gonna you, you triggered something in my mind that today when I was out thrifting at one of the thrift stores, the independent thrift store. That's not even like a charity kind of thrift store. It's just like pure, pure profit. Well, same as value village, but they don't even put on airs that they're uh, donating to save society. <laughs> Someone gave them a destiny edition PS4 and it was in their showcase. Now is that one anything special or is it just one of those special edition like it's not rare rare right well you know they call it limited edition i don't know if it really is or not but it was you know all branded up destiny and it was a ps4 had no controllers or no cables or anything but who donates that like how old would that even be I don't, it, it looked, yeah, I don't have a PS4. What was that? My chair is <laughs> freaky. It wasn't me, man. It's my chair. Oh, see. I got to go buy a new, it does, speaking of Ikea, I got to go buy a new chair. Your attacks only work if I'm in person with you. So it was can, a, not an attack. Continue with your put story. Put the guns away. <laughs> oh. I don't know. Would that have been a pro at that point? The destiny? No, destiny came out a while ago. So no, yeah, that's not a pro edition. It, it didn't look very big. 
I thought the PS4 original one was a little bit bigger, but I don't know. I, I was kind of shocked by that. So the price they were asking was two hundred and fifty dollars. Wow. For just the console and no guarantees. Did it come with anything at all? Nothing. Nothing. It Not was even just power? Somewhere. No power. No power, no AV, no controllers. Nothing. Wow. So mm. I wonder if some kid, man, got into some big trouble and the parents were just like, see this? It's gone. I was fine That's and dandy as long as the parents didn't pay for it. That's what I do. That ultimate punishment like that. And you actually take the kid with you to the donation bin so they get the whole visual of it disappearing in front of them. Mm. But you get to keep the controller, kid. That'll learn you. Oh, maybe. Uh, yeah. Did you see anything else? Did you pick anything else up? I did. I, I did get something from Value Village. Um, I saw my regular Value Village guy there. Uh, Blake was there picking as well. And he actually said, hey, you got to check this out and check over there and check in the showcase. There's this and that. Oh, thanks, man. Of course, everything was very highly priced, so that's why he didn't pick it first. But I, you know, I still managed to uh, come away with something. So, all right. So, what maybe is you'll it? see that in a video. You see it in a video. People will forget by then anyway. Hmm. I'm only interested yeah. in it right now. <laughs> you, you, what you, you are something else. You are something else. Well, out on the shelves, just out. Out uh, in the general population, they put an N64, which I'm usually not that, you know, I my ears wouldn't perk up too much for an N64 nowadays. They don't seem to sell that great. I uh, had no, no uh, controllers or anything. It did have a power pack, though, or the power adapter on the back. And they had uh, 50 bucks on it, so... Even with a 30% off card, I wasn't mm. really interested in taking that chance on it. It was all stickered up with stupid stickers on it. But then I opened the hatch, and it had an expansion pack in it. So that kind of put me over the edge did to make the, it worth uh, it. Did the expansion pack return with the unit when you were done looking at it? <laughs> no, I, I, picked up, I picked up the whole unit. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because the expansion pack put it over the edge for me. If it didn't have that, I would have walked away. But it's a shame we didn't have any controllers. But oh well. Yeah, but I, you know, I've still got some leftover N sixty four games from the Barry Game Exchange that I need to uh, sell off. So I'll just put them in a package, and I might just throw in one of my one of my personal gray N sixty four controllers and uh, see what I get. See what I gets for that. Maybe, uh, maybe get something. Yeah, I came across a loose uh, Nintendo uh, uh, Wii today. Just the Wii by itself, fourteen bucks. Oh, nah, I passed on it, man. Hmm. Thought about you, you it. You got? I hummed and hawed. Nah, I no, I I don't have any extra uh, sensor bar or. Uh, uh, AV hookups for it. 
and have to, I don't know if I got a set of controllers for it and be like, ah, a fucking hassle. <laughs> so I threw it on the ground. I think I broke it. <laughs> was this out in the general population? Yeah, it was. Okay. It was loose. So no justification to, to make it more palatable. No, 14 bucks. I would have been okay paying 14 for it, but I just, to be honest with you, I was just I was too lazy. I didn't want to go through the effort of trying to resell that piece of crap. My value village has Wii's stacked up in the showcase like cordwood and they're just piling up because they have so many of them and their prices are so high on them. They're between 40 and $60 each. No, no controllers or hookups or anything. Just, just the consoles. They still want between 40 and $60. Wow, a bunch of douches. You know, most of them are missing their, their little doors and that sort of thing. But hmm. anyways, well, maybe that's the, uh, People are on the on the decline for looking for Wii's. I don't know. I've been having a harder harder time selling them, so that was part of my uh, reasoning for not picking it up. Do you want speaking me to what? Sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, speaking of trading stuff in, um, you remember how you brought to my attention last week? Uh, EB Games was taking in uh, 360 controllers. Mm-hmm. Double double the. Uh, Trade in value. So normally they were, I didn't even know they were taking them in. Like what the fuck would take those things in? Uh, normally they take them in for seven bucks. And this time they were taking them in for uh, 15. So I brought in a whole bunch and they only ended up taking two of mine. So I'm sitting on uh, 30 bucks trading credit there. And I started going through their uh, PS4 games and I couldn't decide on what to uh, spend it on. So I just, I threw it on my uh, EB games card. Yeah, it was a good opportunity to make some quick uh, trade cash. I don't know why they did this promotion. In my email, it said it was for one day only, uh, 15 bucks for controllers. I looked at my stash, and uh, a couple of them didn't have their original backs. And uh, I didn't want to give a, I didn't want, I like keeping spare backs because you never, you always find them. You know, they're always lost is what I'm trying to say. So I like keeping the spare backs and I called them and asked if it matters because EB games is usually, you know, they're dummies. They just want the item. They don't necessarily care if it's a hundred percent, but uh, they did want the battery backs on them. And uh, like you said, you were, you had a few turned away. What were your problems with your controllers? Uh, some of the knobs were missing the rubber on it. But that's stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, I don't know. I, there's a guy who, who's normally there. I think he's the manager or something. Bit of a dick. So, uh, he would just happen to be there and, uh, I don't know. He was being, uh, pretty picky. So Mm. I popped in today just to have a little looky look. They've had this promotion about buy two Wii U games or Wii games and get the third one free, but they have such little stock. I can't find anything. And the stuff that you do want is still at $70 and above for Wii U games. It's crazy. Brand new? No, recycled. (laughs) (laughs) Like uh, the Xenoblade Chronicles on the Mm. Wii U. That's way up there. And for some reason, they had a huge cache of uh, 
Xenoblade for the regular Wii come in. Uh, so there's a bunch of those, but they want 60 bucks for those. So I, I don't need to spend that much. Oh, thank you. Do you want me to talk about uh, how I got all those pickups from the Berry Game Exchange? Is that important? It's kind of interesting. Oh, I don't know, man. Isn't it kind of old news now? No. People have been have been dying to hear it, I think. What do you mean? Didn't you talk about it on the video? <laughs> no, I didn't tell you the story of how I got them. All right. Well, let's see. It was a bright summer day in late August. And I went on a Thursday because we work Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And it actually opens on Thursday. Uh, however, not all the vendors will be there yet on Thursday. So that's a little bit of a risk you're going to play going on a Thursday. Uh, but one bonus is you don't have to pay for parking. And uh, this is why, you know, I'm not too concerned about giving out this location as like a possible honey hole. Because I don't know how long this flea market's going to last. The vendors are getting more upset by how much... Um, their uh, spaces cost the uh, customers are getting upset because if you go on the weekend, you got to pay five bucks for parking and then you need to pay another 10 bucks admission. So you're already down the whole 15 bucks just to walk in the place. So a lot of people are upset with the whole venue, but however, it is probably the largest outdoor flea market in uh, definitely in Ontario, I would say. And it's put on twice a year and its origins is more of an automotive parts swap. There's all the mechanic guys and classic car guys getting together to swap parts. But inevitably, they would bring an extra bin of uh, stuff they had lying around the shop, like collectibles and antiques and stuff. And so then you got uh, antique pickers started showing up. And then those kind of dealers decide to set up their own spaces. And so you had vintage guys setting up and it's grown into this flea market, not necessarily automotive so much anymore, but it is still called the very automotive flea market. Anyways, I went there Thursday. Uh, it's a long walk. It's, it's pretty big. It's three or four giant fields of rows upon rows of guys out there with stuff on tables or just in the grass. So it's a lot of walking. I don't think I was having much luck until I came upon. Yeah, I think it was the Game Boy lot. If you watch the video, our pickup video a couple videos ago, you'll see this Game Boy lot I picked up. And it was just a guy. He had a couple tables out and he didn't have any video game stuff, but he had some kind of. I don't know, like older movies and stuff kind of, you know, in that vein of electronics and there was no one around. It was just me and him just shooting the shit. So I just happened to ask him, do you, you don't have any video game stuff, do you? It's like, no, no, don't have any. Well, you know, I do have, I think I got some Game Boy stuff. It's in the trailer. I haven't, I haven't looked at it in years though. Like, well, you know, I collect just about anything. I'll take a look at it. So he disappears into his trailer and he comes back with this, uh, this Game Boy case. And it looks pretty full and he starts to unzip it and like carts start falling out of it, but they're all covered in this black, like powdery gunge and they all look like trash. 
but there looks to be a million of them in this case. And he's like, I have no idea what this stuff's worth or my sister put this in here like 10 years ago. And, you know, I think we can probably get rid of it if we want, but it looks all pretty trash. You're probably not interested in it. And he just starts looking through it and he doesn't ever let me put my hands on the merchandise, but I can see all these carts falling all over each other. And I could see a, a Pokemon and another Pokemon and this sort of thing. And into my wild eyes, I thought it was like 50 carts there. And he kept saying he had no idea what to do with these. And he's like, ah, oh, maybe I should put them back. Cause I'm not sure if my sister even wants me to sell them. If she even remembers I have them. So, so now I knew I had to make the move. And I walked into this thing with a little bit of swagger off my Barry Game Exchange uh, selling. Had a little bit of little, little bit of shekels in my pocket. So I was walking around with swagger. And I got this picker mentality into me that I should start throwing money at this guy in order to convince him to give me these Game Boys. So I just came out. I said, hey, would 40 bucks get you to sell that to me right now? I we can see that they're kind of gungy and everything, but you know, I don't mind taking a chance on them. If you want to take 40 bucks, he's like, well, you know what? Um, I think I'm going to call my sister. I, if you come back this weekend or you come back, do you live around here? Do you, you know, are you going to, I'm like, uh, honestly, man, I, I have to work this weekend. That's why I'm here on Thursday. Um, if it'll help you out, I can go up to 60. But, you know, that's, that's me, that's me holding up my arms to you. And, uh, that put him over the edge. He said, all right, I won't even tell her. She probably doesn't even remember. And he took 60 bucks and I took that package of carts. I didn't even know what was in there. And that was part of the fun for me to know I could go home and go through them and hopefully find some, some hidden gems or some heavy hitters. And like I said, I thought there was like 50 cartridges in there, but when I got home to check it out, there's only, I think 34 cartridges. And, uh, that got me feeling kind of bad about spending that much money, but, uh, there was the Pokemon stuff was in there. So should be able to recoup some of that. So I kept walking along with that under my arm and, uh, I was feeling pretty good at that point. Cause you know, it felt like felt pretty good being a big shot, throwing money around at people. So I still had lots of swagger and I walked through the whole place. There's a couple more guys selling games. There was one guy who had a whole uh, wall set up of games, but he admitted to, he's like, these are all internet prices. I just looked them up and put the price on there. So I don't know. He, we got a little bit of wiggle room, but so I, I tried to get a couple games off him for cheap, but he wouldn't go that low. So that was no good. I was walking along, checking out other stuff and hear a guy say, Hey, uh, Hey, how's it going? It's good to see you. I look up, you know who it is? Joe, are you still there? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey, what's up? You still talking? It was the value village guy. Oh, great. It was Blake. He was there setting up his own freaking table. So <laughs> I'm like, Oh Jesus. Where aren't you? Did you check he, out what he had on his table? He's at my yard sales. He's at my value village. He, now he's at my very automotive flea market. So I said, I said, Hey, so where's all these games you beat me to at value village all the time. And, uh, he actually, he brought out 
Remember I told you the story when he beat me to that GameCube? Uh, yeah, I was stash? just thinking about that. He did bring that stuff out, and he offered me a really good price on, on uh, like Luigi's Mansion or something. And I said, it looked kind of, kind of scratched the disc, and uh, you know we were being pretty chummy back and forth. So I said, ah, you can keep this. You're going to make some good money off it this weekend. I'm not going to lowball you on it. And uh, yeah, we had a good chat back and forth, and that was all good times. It turns out one of the other regulars at Value Village who I've told you about before, the electronics guy, who's always scoping out the shit electronics. Mm -hmm. He moved away. So that's one of the sharks gone now. So we don't have to worry about that guy at Valley Village. And uh, he sold much of his stuff in one giant deal to uh, Blake for like a song. And then Blake just moved it on to one of his guys. So interesting. Uh, continued on through the flea market. I think uh, like my phone was counting steps and they went, they went, they were breaking records. The amount of steps I was taking. I finish everything. And then I start making my way back all the way back to the car. So I'm at the very far end. I got to go all the way back to the car and I just start hoofing it back. And at this point, the clouds have rolled over. My phone had given me weather alerts saying funnel clouds in the area. It uh, was spitting and then it would stop and then it was raining again. So I was trying to walk quickly, but I was still looking down at stuff because you're never going to, you might look at every table, but you're not going to take everything in. So as I'm walking by, I'm past this mechanic who had a ton of car parts out. He had a big lot, everything laid out on the grass and he had two bins full of a rat's nest of wires, just a ton of wires all tangled up. And I was just, as I was walking by, I, I just looked a little bit deeper as I was walking and I noticed big fat uh, power adapters on top. And so I kind of stopped and went, ah, maybe I should see what that is. Cause you know, us guys picking up uh, retro game consoles, we always need retro power adapters. So I looked closer and sure enough, it's a Nintendo power adapter. And I look at the other one, and it's a Sega power adapter. I'm like, oh, big old rat's nest of cables here, though. And I start pulling the wires back a little bit, and I could see the outline of a NES console. And I pull back a little bit, and I can start to see a little couple of carts in there, cartridges. And then the next bin over, clearly there was a Nintendo on top of that bin and a whole bunch of mess of crap in it as well. But like I said, the funnel clouds were coming in. The rain was happening. I had to walk all the way back to the car. So again, I said, I still had the swagger. I had the picker mentality of throw some money out. So I'm like, uh, what, what do you want for, uh, if I just take these, both these bins, just take these two bins off you. He's like, Whoa, hold on. Let's just see what's doing here. You want the bins? Yeah. I don't have any problem with that. Uh, Hmm. You know what though? I want to keep the actual bins. I keep the bins. How am I going to, well, that's because I wanted the bins because I could carry it all. I'm like, oh, okay, I guess. How about this? Um, if you let me pick through these two bins and take whatever I want, I'll give you 20 bucks. And he said, yeah, no problem. Cause to him, he just thought he had a bunch of, 
coaxial wires and old portable phones and stuff in there. So I start pulling out all the wires and I had them all spread out on the grass and I was, you know, sitting cross-legged trying to pull all this stuff apart and he starts seeing everything that was underneath there. And not that he was mad that he only made $20 off it, but he was kind of uh, shocked that that game stuff was in there and that anyone would be really interested in it because it was dirty. It was dirt, man. It was super dirty. But, you know, after I got through all that rat's nest, I got uh, two uh, NES consoles, a whole whack of games, a couple of power adapters and uh, video cables, and as well as Genesis games and Genesis controllers. And uh, the interesting thing was having to, you know, carry all that <laughs> crap loose. And still, I got that big bag of Game Boy stuff. And I did bring a backpack, but that thing was full. And uh, so I rounded up all that crap and I basically hoveled my way all the way back to the car. And uh, yeah, I'm going to say I was uh, getting lots of high fives from people as I was walking back to the car with all this retro, you know, electronics in my arms. Hey, way to go. How much? 20 bucks. Hey, good work. Get back to the car. The rain held off, luckily put all that stuff in the trunk and man, I was just covered in dirt. Like I had rolled around in the hay bale, hay bales. It was crazy. I got so friggin' dirty just from going through that. But you know what? I was in, I was in video game picker heaven. That's for sure. It was just so fun to uh, find that stuff and to, uh, you know, have this, uh, the, the video game spidey sense to find it and dig it out and, because you wouldn't have found it just walking along. You had to dig that stuff out. You had to have the spidey sense. So that was fun. Had a lot of fun. And uh, it was cool. Got a lot of good stuff. Both of those consoles do work. <clears throat> I boiled both the pin sets to clean them up and, uh, you know, give them a little bit more grip. Now, when you put a cartridge in, it's still flashing light of death but you got to wiggle that you got to massage that cartridge around a little bit in there and it finally clicks in. Uh, I was, I was actually fighting with the consoles trying to get them to work and feeling pretty discouraged. How it was just blinking red light of death. <clears throat> that's when Haji came over for our massive Rick V day North deal. And, uh, he took a look at him and he's like, got the Haji magic touch, just like, put one finger on the cartridge in the console and it just snapped on instantly. And he's like, yeah, there you go. They both work. No problem. Like, look at this guy, Nintendo Hodge. He's the king of video games. So he helped me, uh, confirm that both those consoles worked, and, uh, the games. Yeah, they all worked. So it was all pretty good, man. It's a good day. And then, uh, me and, uh, Haji, Put our heads together and made this massive, massive trade to uh, get me on my way on a Sega Master System collection, which I guess started earlier with um, the Barry Game Exchange when uh, Sean P1 came up and he had a mitful of Master System games for me. Well, they were for anybody, but uh, they didn't get past my gate. So uh, that started the collection. And then Haji 
uh, reached out to me because he knew I would at some point need a master system console, which he had and uh, offered it for me for trade. And then we got talking about what games we should look to be a part of the trade. And then he put together, he orchestrated this massive, massive trade between the two of us where I would take all that master system stuff and he would take a whole bunch of my crap and uh, no money exchange, just, just goods. So that was, that was awesome. So I am full on master system collector with zero money exchange. I'm going to take a breath now and that's Joe's turn to take over. Thanks for uh, all those good interview questions during that story, Joe. What was, what did Blake, what was he selling? Oh yeah. Well, I could tell you about that. All right. I'm back. Oh, done your story. Okay. Yeah. That, great interaction. It was really good. Really good. Uh, I didn't miss anything. Did I? Nope. All right. Good. I just had to take care of a few things. <laughs> oh, man. I will hear what you said when I re-edit this podcast. I just, uh, Kevin, this Fandango, didn't I? Did you hear their latest one with the, the film Dango? I, yeah, I loved it. I thought it was mm. great. I knew you would. Well, I'm super jealous because those guys managed to talk about a movie, uh, with, with depth and respect to the thing and can get you as a listener interested in it without giving away any major plot points or spoilers. And God knows I've tried to do that every single time on this show. And I just, I, I, I can't do it. Just uh, cause look what you talk about. They didn't mention that movie moon though. And, uh, I'd forgotten about that. It was a good movie. Made me want to go and download it again and watch it. I, I am interested. No, I haven't seen it. I am interested in it. I am kind of weary about um, what's his face on screen for that entire time. I like Sam, him. You mean Sam Rockwell? Yeah, I like him, but he's a little bit, can be a little bit too much sometimes. Mm. Don't you feel? I know what you're referring to. That's not the case with this movie because he is not one of my favorite actors to watch. I, I like him as like the guy, like a character actor that comes in to, uh, he, he can do the character actor. He can do crazy. Is there a little bit of crazy in that movie? Uh, well, I think there is, the but it's not based on, it's more based upon, uh, the environment that he's in that causes a little bit of craziness. It's not the character that he, that he's portraying in the movie. So. Yeah, I'd, I'd recommend that movie too. It's worth watching. I was uh, almost going to go out and buy a PS Vita today based on the recommendation of a, a, a buddy of mine. Of, of an unknown buddy of yours? No, it doesn't matter who it was. Hmm. Uh, all right, well, it was my co-host, M. <laughs> it's got to be secret. Uh, yeah, so he picked himself up a PS Vita the other day. He went with a thousand model because of the OLED screen. Mm -hmm. I've heard and, that. Um, I don't know. What's your take on that? What would you do? I don't know. I've heard that. 
I've heard that the in this instance, the first model is the better one, right? Gets the better display. Better display after that. It's, it's heavier. It it feels like better quality than the the two thousand model. Um, so I can get one for like ninety nine dollars with a memory card. Well, that's the thing. I don't think there's a memory card in it with it. Eh, I don't know, man. You're not you're not yard selling, so it lessens your chances of finding one. But well, have you? But that's the thing. Have you ever come across one? Like no, right? No, I have a couple times. I just didn't pull the trigger because I didn't want to go down that route of of Vita collection at this point. I Why probably should have. I probably should have, and I kind of. I still remember the yard sale it was last year, where uh, I bought a bunch of Xbox One games and PS4 games from this guy just to flip, and he had a Vita there. And he laughed at it and he's like, you don't want this thing. And like put it inside of his garage. So I could have got it probably for a song, but I didn't pursue it. Hmm. I just, I don't think I even had a PSP at that point. So I didn't want to, I didn't want to, I know Vita games are pretty expensive. So I didn't want to go down that route yet. I was looking for really cheap well, stuff. Well, that's the thing. I'm into the RPGs, so I think it'd be a good system to have. Mind you, the, the JRPGs are going to be pretty pricey. And it's just not something you find really out thrifting, right? Like I've never nope. seen I've never seen games for it. Nope. Very rarely. So, I haven't done it yet. I may go out tomorrow. I ran out of time today. Spent, uh, the day running errands and went to the gym and then did a little bit of thrifting. So I may take some time tomorrow. I'll run down and uh, take a look at what they have and, and see, but that's the thing though. I got to consider a memory card too, right? Mm, yeah. Is a memory card just for saving games or is it for like, you can play games without the memory card, right? Well, I assume they have some sort of download thing as well where you can, just download games. I would assume. No, but I mean, if you if you buy a game, oh, will it install on the memory card? You mean? I don't. Doesn't it play it off know. a little card? I I imagine. I I don't know what. I don't know the Vita. I stayed away from it. Ah, shit. I'm just getting into Master System. <laughs> I've never played Master System before. Haji brought that console over. Never wow. in my life. I remember as a kid, like looking through the wish book before we had a Nintendo and wanting the master system over a Nintendo strictly on Lux because the phaser looked so cool. I borrowed my buddy's master system for a bunch of weekends. Uh, I remember the first game he let me play and that I finished was uh, Fantasy Star. Yeah, and you finished it. Yeah. Why do you okay. find that hard to believe? <laughs> I see. You've played every game that's ever been released. I never said that. No. I where, don't. Do you, where do you get this nonsense from? No, I'm just talking to myself. Apparently. You remember that in the wish book, though? They would have, they would always have both systems right there on the same page. 
remember the one thing that always bothered me about the master system was, you know, the design that they have on the top there, the little diagram. Yeah. I always thought, what the fuck is this thing doing here? Why don't these buttons work? Why would they draw buttons on here and make them just like a, a sketch, a diagram kind of thing? That makes sense. Yeah, it is. Oh, of weird. course it does. Cause but, no, it's, I don't know. I lo- I just love the look of this. All it does black. look good. I'll give it that. So yeah, good times there. Can I tell you about a podcast you should listen to? Um, let me tell you though, first of all, before you get into this, mm. uh, I've also been experimenting with that Samsung gear VR that I showed in our latest pickup video that I got for 20 bucks. Yep. I'm going to force you to try it, man. Cause it's pretty cool. Mm. I know you got this hang up. Something happened to you in a 3d theater when you were a kid or something and you refused yeah. to watch 3d movies, but <laughs> it's pretty, it's pretty good. It's pretty, pretty good. I mean, I just told you, I don't care good. about 3d. I don't think it's, it's not very, this, the three, the 360 stuff where you're in virtual reality. Yeah. It's, it's kind of holodecky. Uh, th- this goes out to P2. Who's been wanting something stuck on his face for a while. Go out and get the Samsung gear VR you can find it pretty cheap nowadays. And as long as your Android phone is, is a galaxy S six or above, it'll power that thing. And I mean, they're just showing, you can just watch like a news report that's done in 360 degrees. Like there was one on the aftermath of the hurricane, just like a drone shot going over a Harbor or something. And literally everywhere you turn, you're seeing everything. And it, it's crazy. You know, there's videos of uh, where you're in the cockpit of uh, like the Blue Angels or something doing uh, their acrobatic display, you know, the jets. And uh, it's, it's pretty crazy. It's, it's wild. It's weird, wild stuff. P2, go get one. Go get one. Not to mention the other stuff that you can supposedly do with this stuff, but it's all good. It's all good stuff. Anyways, you were going to talk about a podcast? Uh, no, I just wanted to recommend one to you because it's been, I've been on a kick with it and uh, I'm really enjoying it. It's everyone with a new podcast is going, oh, what's oh, he going to say? He's going to say my podcast. You're probably not interested in it, but it's called the Video Game Dads Podcast. Oh, okay. Is this been around? Like, didn't uh, Duke or Retro Nonsense do uh I don't know. They've only got 18 episodes so far. Each episode's about two hours. It's actually really well done. I'm really surprised. I've uh, just three dads who talk about video games. Uh, They've done some conventions together. They've interviewed like uh, the gaming historian and they're friends with a bunch of people that you probably watch on YouTube. But overall, it's just a really extremely well done podcast. And I just happened to stumble across it. So video game dads podcast. If, if they like have a, have a trivia or something, a trivia segment. No, they don't does, do the stupid shit like that. Does one of the hosts get all pissy? No, because, uh, they just talk, which is what podcasts are about. Why don't you let people know about the other new podcast you've been listening to? Well, the other, 
new show from uh, the Cartridge Club members. You know, the Masters of Unlocking. Yeah, the Masters of Unlocking podcast. Yeah. How's that been? Good. I haven't listened to episode number four yet. Because uh, with their podcast, Caleb and Scott, with theirs, I like to sit down and actually really focus on what they're saying. It's not one of these ones where I can just put the headphones on and multitask with it. I like to really focus in and see what they're talking about. But there yeah, is, I'm really enjoying it. Like I'm, it's, like I said, they're only four episodes in. Yeah. Well, they actually, they're smart, right? They're smart talkers. Unlike us hillbillies. Have you listened to one of theirs yet? Oh, yeah. I, I was on board when they no, did, the, uh, they did a secret launch of the yeah, first episode and no, those guys are the, they're the smart guys. They know what they're talking about. I'm jealous. You should be jealous. You should be happy for them. No, I'm just a jealous guy. Watch out. I'm just happy. I'm finding some good podcasts to listen to. I'm just happy. You're well, you haven't been, I wish you'd slow down on the Joe Rogan. What a waste of time that is. God damn. That guy's awesome. Oh my God. Is so terrible. That's what our show should be until you've gone all uh, commercial on our show. We should just be sitting talking, not doing stupid quizzes. I can't wait till next quiz. I got not something talk, else. Not talking now. like Donald Trump on the show. Just talk normal. <laughs> I got something good, good coming up for you next. No other quizzes happening, dude. They're stupid and they're a waste of time. Make but you are wrong. an expert in so many fields. According to you, I've never said that. <laughs> well, I won't tell you where or when, but watch out. Cause I'll throw a tantrum and I'll walk away <laughs> and you can go do this stupid thing with someone else. Well, thanks everybody for listening to another upbeat jovial STC pod episode number 51. It's your start to continue podcast available every Friday on iTunes and Stitcher and released exclusively on cartridgeclub.org properties on the internet. I guess not really, because it's on stcpod.com too. <sighs> but when you're checking out our podcast on stcpod.com, why not click on one of those Amazon links and buy some laundry detergent? Any purchase you buy of Amazon through our links gives us a tiny little commission where we are buying a different um, color of G-string for Joe, uh, as many as we can get. We're, we're already up to 12 different colors, 12 different G-strings, and uh, maybe that calendar will happen now. I don't know. It's up to you guys. Keep shopping through Amazon at stcpod.com, and check out our latest video on YouTube slash start to continue. And with that, thank you, Joe, for being such a good sport today. I appreciate everything you do. Look forward to this every week. And uh, <laughs> I don't know why you're shaking your head. I'm giving you love, brother. It's about love. And we'll do it all again next week. So long, everybody. Post and post it.
alone. 